Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Ashdown Call-In Day. This is an open question and answer session where you can call in and speak to me directly or simply listen live on the audio page on the webpage. If you've called in and have questions, press 1 to raise your hand. If you're listening on the audio player on the webpage, you'll see a box where you can type in questions. Feel free to enter your questions there as well. These sessions are all about you, and this is your opportunity to call in and speak to me live, and let me work with you to help you solve your weight loss problems forever. So if you've got something you want to talk about, please give us a call. Cool. Welcome, everyone. Yeah, if you want to talk to me, press 1. You've got to call in the number. On the screen, and you have to press one. So if you press one, uh, Tiffany will know. It's a, little, a little hand goes up on her screen. Uh, she'll talk to you, and then she'll send me a message, and uh, I'll, I'll bring you in, and we can talk. And um, this is a great time to talk with so many challenges going on in the world and uh, so, much, uh, so much fear and uh, isolation. This is, this, is a, this is a time where stress and stress eating and binge eating can really impact us. So, um, so if you want to talk, let, let's talk about it. Um, on that same note, I uh, I just wanted to share a conversation, parts of a conversation that I had with uh, a client yesterday when we were talking about how you know she's doing a great job and she's trying to de- develop healthy habits. But every once in a while, you know, she's stressed out, she's fearful, she's tired, she's exhausted, uh, she has a binge, and then she goes into this kind of downward spiral where, uh, you know, where she's beating herself up, and then it just gets worse and worse. And uh, I know, I, I think we, everyone listening to this has probably lived through some version of this. I know I have. And, um, and I, think, I think one of the most important things that you can do is learn how to work through those type of challenges uh, because uh, if you can if you can learn how to create a positive spiral and a positive momentum in the face of uh, bad habits and a, kind of like a downward spiral if you can learn how to do that you will win the game and the key to it and this is what we talked about yesterday and this is what I want to share <clears throat> the key to it is to always focus your energy and your attention on the positive steps that you're making, not the negative. That's not to say that you can't focus on negative things in your life, but if you have a bad day and you know you have a binge and you're eating all the wrong foods, there's one of two things you can do. You can move on and have a salad, have a green juice, listen to a visualization, listen to a meditation, go out for a walk, do some prayer, guidance, exercise. You can do that or you can beat yourself up and say, okay, well, this is obviously going to be a bad day now, and since this is a bad day, <clears throat> I'm just going to keep going and going with it. And then like two weeks go by, and you've gained 20 pounds, and you're in this kind of negative, negative spiral kind of place. You can go one of two ways. And the way, to, the way to prevent yourself from creating a downward spiral from a downward action is to not give it any energy, to not give it a second thought, to simply focus on the, on the positive actions that you're taking. And what's unique, I think, about the Gabriel Method, as far as I've seen, is the only type of approach that I've seen where everything that we say to do is simply a positive action 
we don't ever talk about the negative. We don't say, don't eat this, don't eat that. Yeah, we all know that there's lots of things that make you fat and eating too much. And, you know, there's all kinds of habits that are, that are negative. And everybody's out there saying, don't do that, right? Don't do this, don't do that. But we also know that doesn't work in the long term. It'll work in the short term. But in the long term, there's going to be a problem. You're going to have, uh, you know, you're going to have a reaction to it, or a rebellious action, and it's going to create problems. So <clears throat> what we say is just focus on the positive. Posit- positive, when it comes to food, for example, we don't count calories. We don't restrict. We say, we say add healthy foods that will create a healthy environment in your body. Add healthy foods that will nourish your body, that will heal digestion, that will detoxify your body, that will give you more energy, that will help reverse hormonal problems like insulin and leptin resistance that cause weight gain, that will help reduce stress, that will help nourish your brain. Add food as medicine. So that's the first thing we say. And then we say add healthy habits such as visualizations and meditations and exercise and things like that. So we only want to focus on the, on the healthy. And, and what happens when you put all of your energy into focusing on healthy habits is that the, the, the negative habits, it's almost like there's a war between the positive and the negative, right? And, and uh, what happens is when you focus all your energy and attention on the positive habits is that the negative habits lose their energy. They don't have anything behind them. And the positive habits start to develop a, a, a positive momentum. So when you think back at the end of the day, if you're following the Gabriel method, and you think, did I have a good day or a bad day? Uh, the only thing I want you to think about is what positive things that you did. Okay, did you have foods that you shouldn't have had? Okay, don't give it a second thought. <clears throat> what positive things? Did you listen to visualizations? Did you meditate? Did you uh, do some sort of exercise? Did you eat? Uh, did you add healthy foods as medicine? Did you do these things? Did you get good sleep? Did you drink healthy liquids? Did you work through some emotional issues? What positive things did you do? That's where I want you to place all your attention. And I've seen it with myself. I've seen it with uh, many people that have lost tremendous amounts of weight. Uh, there's, a, there's a video we did with a guy named Scott Blinn. If you go into the Gabriel Method site, thegabrielmethod.com, and you look under the testimonial videos, there's one from a guy named Scott Blinn who, who lost about 150 pounds. This is years ago. And we interviewed him, and we asked him, you know, what, what, pot, like, what, what, if you had one thing to say that would just like to help people create a, a lasting permanent transformation, such as the one you've achieved, what's the one best piece of advice you could give? And he said to never focus on the battles, just focus on the war. In other words, not that it's a war or battle per se, but he basically went on to say, you know, if you've had a bad day, don't give it a second thought. Like if it, if it happened a second ago, it's gone. It's done. Don't give it any energy at all. Focus all your energy on the positive. And by doing that, it's like you're putting wind in the sails of the positive uh, habits and you're giving them energy and you're creating a positive cycle. And that's what you need to do to create a lasting transformation is you have to create positive habits and they have to have energy behind them. You have to create a positive momentum and you have to de-energize the negative. And that's the way to create a lasting transformation. Sure. <clears throat> sure. Hold on one second. There's a, I just got a message here. Uh, Nadia, the answer to your question is no. Uh, does not no, uh, <clears throat> but I'll come back. I'll come back in a second. So, but um, but sure, you know you can lose a little weight, 
for in the short term by following all the rules that everyone's supposed to say, but can you sustain that? Probably not. Most people haven't. But what you can sustain is creating positive momentum, uh, positive habits, energizing them, and creating a positive momentum. Cool. So uh, let's take some callers. We've got the first caller is Ellie from Melbourne. Hi, John. Hi, Ellie. How are you? Hi, John. Good, thank Hi. you. Um, when Good. doing the evening visualizations, um, about halfway through, um, I get quite my body gets quite hot, and I have to throw the covers off, okay. and I'm in the middle of Melbourne winter, so it's a bit cold. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm just inquisitive why that happens, that's all. Um, it, it doesn't bother me particularly. It's just like it's just some, ha- something that happens every night. So I was just, yeah. just wondering. Well, it's, uh, it's possible that your body's going into a type of meditation. I notice sometimes when I meditate, I start to feel hot or I start to sweat. Or it's almost like the, the energy in your body is raising. It's like the, the vibration in your body is raising. It's the same way that like if you were to... Uh, warm boil water would start to vibe the molecules would vibrate at a higher frequency it's almost like you're you're vibrating at a higher frequency okay. and it could be that your body's detoxing also both good both positive right. things these are things that you want so uh so yeah. it's an interesting reaction and to me what it says is it's, yeah. it's you're actually getting real benefit out of it to have that kind of physical reaction I just love the evening visualizations. I can't go without them. So they're they're just such an energy booster for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I I remember when I made them. I was writing the book, and this was back in 2005, I think. I was writing the book, The Gabriel Method, and I knew I I was going to create a visualization, an evening visualization, but I hadn't created it yet. But in the book, I was saying, you know, listen to the evening visualization. That's the, you know, you want to listen to that every day. That's, that's going to set you up right. That's going to give you everything you need. And in my mind, I'm thinking, am I going to be able to do this? I hope I'm going to be able to create this, you know? So after I wrote the book, I studied everything I could about how to, how to make a visualization and the different components to it and what, what creates the timing and the pace. And then I got music to go behind it. And we just, I just put everything I could into it. And, uh, and I was just really pleased with the way it came out. So I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoy it. I still listen to it to this, this day, every once in a while, when I can't fall asleep, I'm still listening to it. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I did um, creative visualizations many moons ago um, by Shakti Gowan, and um, to me it was just a lead-in. You know, it was exactly what I needed to do. I don't know why I stopped doing the visualizations, but I did. That was about thirty years ago. But I'm glad they're back in my life. So thank you so much. Cool. Yeah, and if you're if you're interested in visualization, also I, I wrote a book on visualization. You know, called Visualization for Weight Loss. It's a Hay House book. Uh, I haven't I haven't promoted it much recently. We wrote it about five years ago, uh, but if you go online, you can yep. probably find it. And uh, it's got you know it's got visualizations for every type of specific challenge that you might have with weight. Yeah, got a few of those. Yes, <laughs> so that'd be great. I'll go and look for it. We all do. Thank yeah. you. Awesome. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much. Cool. Sure. Cool. Let's bring uh, Coach Nadia in. I see you know she messaged me a couple of times, so I think we have a couple of questions uh, that people are getting from what, that are listening in on the chat roll, and also questions that we've had over the last couple of weeks. So uh, let's bring Nadia in if we can. Hi, John. Hey, Nadia. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. How are things over there in New Zealand? Yeah, good. It's quiet here. You know, uh, things are good. We're in a good place, so it's it's quiet. Is it how's it how is it where you are? Um, it's 
pretty pretty active. They started to open up Las Vegas, and so there's more people yeah. out and about on the streets. And I'm sure you've seen about all the protests and things happening. So there's, there's yeah. a lot of energy here. Is that happening in Las Vegas? Yeah. All the, the protests? Yeah, there was there was some here on the Strip as well as downtown. Um, but yeah. yeah, we are uh, here in home. We're staying home and staying nourished and. And uh, doing lots of visualizations and, you know, keeping keeping things on the calm end of the spectrum. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing. I figure I'm just, well, I just want to raise my vibration as high as possible, keep my energy high, and then, you know, pray for the best for everyone. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm doing, too. So there is cool. uh, some questions in the chat role right now. Um, the first one comes from Manali, and she is in India. And her question is, I am in my fifth week of the program, but haven't exercised at all due to the lockdown situation due to the pandemic. John, can you suggest if there's something I can do from home? Yeah. So, uh, you know, um, uh, Coach Brian Killian is our is our head coach in charge of fitness, and uh, he does. First of all, he created, uh, or we created together. A, a program called Gamer Method Fitness, which, if you are, if you say you're in the fifth week of um, uh, of the program, if you're following the 12 week program that we created, the 12 week total transformation, I believe in week four, we talk, we we may give uh, give you access to that program, and in that program, there's videos that you can watch that are five and ten minutes long. Uh, that are at home workouts. So that so that's the first place I would go. And then also uh, in the support group, in the members area of the support group, there's also um, I don't know maybe 50 different videos that Brian has created that are at home workouts where he's working out with you at home. Uh, so those are the ones that I would look at because he's really creative and he knows what he's doing. Uh, he's been doing this for years, and there's just so many to choose from. So that's in the support group, uh, which is not the 12-week uh, total transformation members area, but the support group members area. If you have any questions, you can ask customer service to help you to, to, to find it. Uh, there's lots and lots of videos, and there's probably some other videos in week four that will, might be useful for you also. So that's where I would suggest that you go, and they, there's – you know, so many different at-home workouts that you can follow. Great. Thanks, John. Sure. Uh, okay. The next question is from um, Odie Jones. I apologize if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Uh, she is in the 12-week program, and um, she was yeah. the one that was asking about the coaching call. And she yeah. is saying that uh, she's, she's a little disappointed that she has not seen much weight loss. She's completely changed her eating and negative thought habits, and so she's just not sure where to go from there. Well, you know, sometimes the only place to go is to keep going. Uh, because in the in the approach the way we've outlined it, there's sometimes a sort of a pay it forward type of thing. You know, with with a diet, we're we're conditioned to the diet mentality where, you know, if you go on a diet, you better see weight loss the second you start going on it because that's the only time you're going to lose weight. Uh, you know, you might lose some weight in the first couple of weeks, three four weeks five weeks, but then, you know, your metabolism slows and you have a binge and you have a rebound. That's, that's what we're used to. Uh, but w the way we're doing it, we're kind of approaching things from the inside out. We're approaching things from the, the underlying issues which create hormonal problems 
that cause us to gain weight, and that can take time. <clears throat> what I would suggest for you is to keep, keep doing what you're doing and, and look for the signs. Uh, so the signs are if you have more energy, if you notice that you are not as hungry, uh, especially if, you're, if you notice that you're not as hungry or as tired in the afternoons, like you don't get that lull where you're craving junk food and you, you know, your blood sugar is low. So if, that's, if all those things are going away, and if you also notice that when you eat, you are not as hungry as you typically are, you're not craving the types of foods that you used, used to crave, you maybe eat a little bit and then you go, oh, I'm full. If you notice those things happening, those are the signs that weight loss is 100% around the corner, and all you have to do is keep doing what you're doing. Uh, there's this crossover point where, where your body becomes very efficient at burning fat, and then you develop this, this, this momentum where you actually lose weight over time quicker as opposed to slower, which is what happens with a diet where you lose weight quicker in the beginning and then slow later. And this one, it might take a few months, but then you, then you lose the weight very quickly. So keep, keep doing what you're doing. Look for those signs. And then if you have any specific questions about what's happening in these call-in sessions, if you wanted to talk, we, we can talk. But, but, um, but the biggest mistake that people can make is having the wrong expectations about the process and then feeling like it's not working and then, and then stop doing it. If you are no longer having the negative thoughts or uh, negative habits and you're having lots of positive habits, 100% keep doing it. And, uh, and oh, it will yield benefit it just might take a little bit longer. Beautiful. Um, her name is Audrey, and she just wrote in again and said, absolutely keep going. I'm happier now, and I do have more energy and not that and don't need to snack. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's the sign. Yeah. That's what happened with me. Yeah. And that's what happens with, you know, that's where the positive momentum that I was just saying, uh, it just takes on a life of its own. It just can take some time. But, but the ones that are the most lasting, I find, are the ones that might take a little bit of time in the beginning, and then the, and then the weight loss becomes very sustainable because you're just in a habit that you can sustain, you're in patterns that you can sustain, and you're getting healthier and fitter and more nourished, and you're, hormonally, the inflammation's going away, and hormonally, your body's functioning better, and it just becomes very, very sustainable. And that's really what we're, what we're looking for, is, is a sustainable approach, not just a quick fix. Right. Perfect. Thanks, John. Question is from Trudy. She says, hi, John. I'm just about to start to start week seven, but I've got off track the last 10 days or so. Any tips for getting back on track and also staying on track after not having a great few days? Yeah. You see, thank you for asking this question because it ties into what I was just feeling intuitively to talk about in the beginning of this call, and that is how to stay on track, which is really the way to stay on track is to completely ignore any negative things that happened. Even if it was a second ago, you just had a milkshake that you wish you hadn't had or whatever it was a second ago. It, it's, it's the past. It never happened as, as far as you're concerned. This is the only moment that counts, and it's right now. The only moment where we are completely... 100% alive in here. And as Eckhart Tolle says, the only, mo the only place that our body is ever, ever exists is in the present moment. So the present moment is where you have all your power. And the way to, 
to overcome these negative habits and negative patterns that we all have and we all come into this approach with is to de-energize them. Don't give them a second thought and just focus on the, on the positive actions. So whatever positive actions that you were doing, whether it's listening to a visualization or, or having a salad, <clears throat> whatever the positive actions that you were doing before you got off track, just focus on doing those. So at the end of the day, when you think, was this a good day or a bad day? The answer is, it was a good day if you, if you took some positive actions. So just, take the, just focus on taking the positive actions. Don't give the negative a second thought. And what will happen is, just like a tug of war between your, between your established negative patterns and the new positive patterns that you're trying to create, over time you're gonna give the positive patterns more and more energy. They're gonna become more and more established and they're going to win out. So, so that's exactly the way to do it. Is just don't give those, don't give whatever negative things happened, two days, three days, however long it's been, don't give it a second thought. Have a salad, have a green juice, have some spirulina, <clears throat> go for a walk, listen to a visualization, pray, ask for guidance, get some good sleep, focus on the, get, focus on the positive. That's, that's how to make it sustainable. Cool. Beautiful, um, thanks. So, sure. So, Nadi, we have another caller here, Nancy from New York. So I'm going to take Nancy and then maybe uh, come back again for, uh, afterwards if we have time. Great. Thanks, Tom. Sure. Cool. Let's talk to uh, Nancy in New York. Hello? Hi. This is Nancy. Hi. Hi, Nancy. How are you? Good, thank you. It's good to talk to you. Thank you. It's good, nice to talk to you too. Um, my How question is: is I'm on week four, and I yes. st- and I'm doing the visual visualizations every day. I love them, especially the one at nighttime. Um, cool. But I am still feeling hungry, and I'm mm-hmm. a binger. I'm still doing yeah. that. I mean, it got less yeah. and less, but I'm still doing that. Can you tell me something, yeah. you know, that I can start yeah. doing? Yeah, it's interesting because it really ties into the kind of the theme of this call. I find that uh, oftentimes when I do it, Ask John, there's a theme. And, and, and uh, I'm say, what I'm saying is, you know, what, if, you, if you've had a binge, don't give it a second thought. That's really all I want. Just don't give it any energy. That's really the the the, the long term approach. This is a lot to to make it really really work. Sure, in the short term, you want to like, you're just looking at calories in, calories out, and you want to make sure you lose weight on that day. Yeah, I'd say don't binge, don't do this, don't do that, whatever. Right. But what I'm saying now is, if you, is if you want to make this work, really work, and make it work in the long term. You had it. Don't give it a second thought. Give it no energy. It will without energy, things die. That's the reality, and we t- and, and we tend to give all of our negativeness energy. You know, we 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 have negative self-talk, and we have these negative patterns, and then and, we're, and then we feel bad about it, and we and we think about it, we obsess about it. Yeah. We're giving energy, right? We're just giving energy to these negative patterns. I'm saying, don't give it any energy. You, you have the binge, you move on. Don't give it a second thought. Not a, not one second thought. You know, when I, when I started losing weight sustainably years ago, this is back in 2002. Um, I, st- I, I, I always had chocolate in the fridge, like chocolate almonds. And I always had, you know, pizza and French fries 
like things were always around, and if I ate them, I just didn't give it a second thought. Eventually, I stopped, and it wasn't even by force. It just didn't. There was just no nothing in me that wanted them anymore, and that's when you've won the game, and that comes from de-energizing it. But prior to that, I was kind of in this place where I'd have a binge, and then I'd think, oh, you know, what's the use? I'm off my diet now. I might as yeah. well keep going and, you know, making it worse and worse. But when I stopped giving it energy and I just focused on the positive, it became a very sustainable experience. So your your question very much ties into the theme of this call today. And my answer is don't give it a second thought. If you get off this call and you have a binge, don't, once it's done, don't give it a second thought. Do not give it any energy. And it will, it, it will start to atrophy and die. All negative habits atrophy and die when you don't give them energy. That's, that's what I'm saying. Great. Well, you did give me some hope. Yeah. Thank you very much. Awesome. Okay, great. Keep up the great work. Thank Let me know, you. Talk Bye. Talk next month if you want. Let me know how you're doing. Great. I will. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Okay, cool. Let's bring uh, Nadia back if we can. Hi, John. Can you hear me? Hi, hi, Nadia. Hi, good. Uh, okay, so um, the next, you're right about the theme. All of the questions are kind of along this same theme. So the you, next, you've seen that before, right? You know, sometimes it's sleep. Yeah. You've seen that before, right? Sometimes it's sleep. Sometimes it's emotional trauma. Sometimes it's stress. You know, it, it, it like there's there's often this is the first time we've had we even had this theme I think in you know over a hundred calls so it's interesting. Yeah, it really is, and it really does go like that in in all the calls. And it's interesting when you first started the call today, you were answering a question that people were asking as you were answering it. So everybody's on the same page. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, because okay, I was just next, I was just intuitively yeah. prompted to to go in that direction. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, your intuition is amazing, John. Um, the uh, next question comes from Christy, and she says, um, Hi, I finished the 12-week program. I only lost during weeks 10 to 12, but nothing afterwards, and it's been two weeks. I'm doing all the same things, juicing, probiotics, all of those things, and she, I feel good. I'm not as hungry, but I still eat my normal amount out of habit. If I eat less at mealtimes, yeah. then I'm hungry an hour later. So she doesn't. She yeah. wants to know what your advice is. Should she should she still eat her normal amount even though she's not hungry at that time, but she gets hungry an hour later, or should she eat less and then snack later? Yeah, I think you got to go with an intuitive approach at this point, where you don't worry about like if I don't eat now, I'm going to snack later. I think you got to eat now and snack later if that's what's happening. Uh, but I certainly would love for you to keep doing what you're doing. Um, and, and then, and then just make that modification where you start to become more intuitive with your eating, uh, where you're not eating as much out of habit and you're not worrying, worrying as much about that. You're going to be hungry later. It's okay if you're hungry later, if you, especially if you're craving healthier foods and it's, it'll start to go away over time. Um, certainly if you're doing things that are giving you more energy, that's going to help your body means that your body's able to burn fat better. So keep doing, so keep doing what you're doing and then check back with me, you know, in the next call if you want. And then if you have, if you're, uh, you know, if you have want to talk specifically, you and I can talk on the phone, but just from the information that you've given me, yeah, definitely just eat, eat the amount that, that feels right at that time. And then if you need to snack later, snack later as much as possible, choose healthy foods and you'll fall into a real intuitive 
uh, mutual relationship with your body. Beautiful. Thanks, John. Cool. Um, Okay. The next question is from Jenny. She says, I do all the right things, but my body just doesn't seem to want to release weight. I also feel hungry all the time. Yeah, so if you feel hungry all the time, then it's a, it's a sign that your body is still in a place where it wants to hold on to weight. That's, that's a kind of clear indication. And the thing about, about the way the, you know, we, we approach weight loss is it's not a one-size-fits-all type of thing. So there might be something specific related to your situation that needs more attention in order for its things to be right for you. An example for it would be uh, like emotional trauma uh, that has not been fully addressed uh, where you, where this is a very common thing. I've had it and it happens to both men and women. It's a very common thing. I call it emotional obesity where uh, you actually feel safer having the extra weight, maybe the weight's like a buffer between you and the world. Maybe it's creating a strong boundary. Um, maybe it's, it's making you invisible uh, or making it so that people are not going to bother you. It stems from some sort of trauma. And typically when you've done everything else as well, this is just my experience with, with working with people and also with myself. When you've done everything else and, and you're still in that place, that's typically the thing that needs more attention. And the, 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 the thing about the emotional side is it's not, that's also not a one size fits all. You know, some people, I remember we had this one lady who lost a lot of weight. She lost over a hundred pounds where she read, you know, my first book, the Gabriel method, when we got, when she got to the chapters on emotional obesity, she had a big cathartic cry and that uh, because she realized that her weight was from an emotional trauma and that cathartic release enabled her to go on and release the weight. Uh, I have worked with other people where we needed to do coaching for six months in order to get to the other side of the emotional trauma. And then they also went on to lose over a hundred pounds. People often have big, big shifts in weight when that's addressed. But, but the key is that, when that's addressed is unique for you. Uh, I've, worked, I've talked to people who you know, said, oh, I've done all kinds of therapy and I'm done with that or I took care of that. And then you know, when we got into it, well, there were things that still needed to be addressed, specific things uh, that relate to how safe you feel being thin, uh, how safe you feel being attractive, how safe you feel being visible. You know, uh, and then and, and those needed to be worked on. I, I rem, uh, just as a, another example, there was a, a client that I had where uh, she told me this story where she was in a store and this attractive man walked in and she was with her sister. Her sister was thinner and the man was staring at her sister and she had this thought, well, uh, he's not he's not going to stare at me. I'm safe because I've got this extra weight. He's not going to stare at me. I'm safe. And then. You know, when I spoke to her, I said, well, not everybody has that thought that I'm safe, you know, because, you know, this person's not going to stare at me, so I'm safe. The fact that you feel like that's making you safer, we need to address that. And the truth is that nothing else is going to work until that's addressed. So it's a very unique type of situation, and and it requires a unique solution. That's why we've done so much work with tapping and with cellular release coaches uh, to help get to a place where where you can feel safer 
in the body that you're in, if this applies to you, and I'm not saying it does because I don't know anything about you other than what you've given me, uh, you might want to also listen to the Safe, Strong, and Protected visualization that we created, uh, which specifically helps you feel like you have some protection other than your weight. But those are typically the types of things that can come through. Other, other things is just chronic stress, and it's just not being addressed right. Um, that can also cause weight gain. So, there, so whatever the issue is for you, uh, it needs more attention. And again, if you do want to talk, maybe in our next Ask John, uh, we can try to we can try to pinpoint that for you. But either way, you know, you need to address the specific thing as it as it applies to you. And for you, that sounds like that still needs to happen. Great. Okay. Thank you, John. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, so another uh, question along the same theme. Um, Rich Rich Cat says, I have started week seven, but I lose the same two pounds for the last five weeks. What can I do to keep those pounds off plus lose some more? Uh, well, probably keep doing what you're doing for now, but th- that specific type of question that would be great if you and I could talk so I could kind of figure out what's going on and what's not going on in your life. Um, but just, but keep doing, keep doing the process and the program, maybe call in next month and let's, and let's actually talk and see what's going on for you. Uh, Manali, whose question you answered um, earlier, she uh, just wrote in again and she said she's not sleeping for more than four hours these days. And she's wondering if that could be a reason she's holding on to weight. Yeah, 100% that's the reason. So uh, when we don't sleep enough, it elevates our cortisol levels, and cortisol causes our body to gain weight. It also causes junk food cravings. And see, we have this combination where you're tired all the time, which causes junk food cravings. Your cortisol levels are elevated, which causes junk food cravings. And the cortisol causes you to, to gain weight. So you do want to develop a habit that will help you sleep better. Um, I did create a a video in our blogs. If you go to thegabrielmethod.com and just look through the blogs there, there's a a blog about sleep. Also in week, I want to say week eight, I think it is, of the the 12-week total transformation experience, uh, I talk a lot about creating healthy habits for sleep. Uh, But that's 100% what I would focus on if I were you right now is developing some healthy habits that will help you get better sleep, and that will make all the difference in the world for you. Great. Um, okay, there are there's uh, two people that are asking a similar question, so I'm going to read both of them t- together. Um, the first one is from Nora. She says, um, hi there, I don't feel hungry often and bloated and have back pain. I have about 30 pounds to lose and I feel anxious and nervous, probably putting too much focus on negative thoughts. It goes back and forth with the lack of hunger though. And then Amy is also asking, what if I don't feel like eating? I can go for hours and hours without eating. Okay. So to address the not hungry and the not eating, that's fine. Um, If you can go hours and hours without eating, that is totally fine. As long as when you are hungry, you're not, you don't have this instant blood sugar plummet where you're craving you know, chocolate and pizza and ice cream and french fries that instant. You know, if, that's, if that's what's happening, then you need, to be, you need to eat something before you get the blood sugar plummet. But if when you are hungry, you're craving healthier foods and you're not famished, 
you know, all of a sudden and you can ha- take the time to make a salad or, you know, c- prepare healthy food or get healthy food, then that is totally natural and normal and uh, will assist your body in burning fat. I also have this experience sometimes, and I also talk about it in a blog um, that I think we address in week five of the total transformation experience that I call um, organic intermittent fasting. Uh, when I say organic, I mean it's happening by itself. You're not forcing it. And, and that is a really healthy way to be because what happens is in those periods of time when you're going long periods of time without eating, uh, your insulin levels are going down, which allows your body to produce glucagon, which is the fat, a fat-burning hormone. And your body is able to start uh, becoming more efficient at, burn, at burning fat. There are times when I go 20-plus hours without eating, sometimes days in a row. So what will happen is, uh, uh, let's say I um, have my last meal at you know, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not hungry the rest of the day. I wake up, I do all this work, go for a bike ride, whatever it is. It's, it's 12 o'clock before I eat. So now I've gone 21 hours without eating. That happens sometimes. And that whole time my body's burning fat. That's what my body's using as fuel. And that's a really healthy way to be. And, that, and then I might eat from 12 to 3 and that'll happen again. That might happen two or three days in a row. And then it switches over where I'll, I'll have a day where I start eating. It's like 7 in the morning and I eat all day. You know, so... so I don't think I, I, it's not healthy to be religious about this intermittent fasting or forcing yourself to go long periods of time without eating because that, because that's um, going to create a diet mentality and then you're going to have good days and bad days and you're going to get into that whole negative cycle. So it's not good to force it. But if you, but if you get to a place where you're not hungry, that's where, that's what this process is leading to. This process is leading to leading you uh, to to get to a place where you're burning fat more efficiently and you're not hungry and and so if that's where you are that's a perfect place to be once again the caveat being as long as when you are hungry you're not instantly famished and have a huge blood sugar plummet and you have to eat all kinds of junk food if that's not happening then that's a really good place to be and so uh, a a beautiful place to be for both health and and weight loss as far as the bloating the question about the bloating the not hungry and the bloating. Uh, there was something about that 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 said to me about nutri- about digestion, about uh, taking care of your digestion. If you're having bloating, you may want to make sure that you're having probiotics or fermented foods or digestive enzymes or eating eating cultured foods and uh, eating you know things like sprouts and salad and salad greens, things things that will help with digestion. Uh, maybe doing a detox to help with digestion. There's something in there that felt to me like there could be a digestion issue uh, that needs, that needs attention. Right. Uh, Good point. And then uh, she also mentioned that she had a lot of feelings of anxiousness and nervousness and wondering if she's putting too much focus on her negative thoughts. Well, you know, that's kind of the theme for the call. And my answer is always that is yes. It's it's always yes. Uh, You never benefit by putting energy into the negative thoughts and feelings that that you're having, unless you're specifically doing it consciously as a form of therapy, like when you're doing meridian tapping and you go, even though I have this fear, I love and accept myself and all that kind of stuff, then that's one thing. But if you're doing it out out of fear in a habitual, unconscious way, 
that never benefits. So I say as much as possible, put consciousness into the positive, focus on the positive. Uh, you might want to do other things that help reduce stress. This is meditation and visualization and, uh, and also focus on digestion. So uh, Nadia, uh, we, have a, we have another caller coming in, uh, Jenny okay. from Indiana. So I might just uh, take that call. Thanks. Perfect. Thanks, John. Sure. Okay. Can we have Jenny from Indiana, please? Hi, John. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, I was just—you had just answered my um, question about not being able to lose weight. Um, I've—I—I I have had trauma. I have done like the Brittany Watkins program. I've done tapping. I've done healers. I've done all kinds of like work around it. I. I have probably like 150 pounds to lose. And like I've done the Gabriel method. I've tried raw vegan. I've tried all kinds of stuff in my body. Just does not want to lose weight. So uh, did did the weight gain start after the trauma? Um, Yeah, I've been really overweight my whole life. And um, like I lost a bunch of weight, like uh, probably about nine years ago, but I only kept it off for just long enough to lose it, and the weight came right back on. But other than that, like, I pretty much my whole life, it's been like this. And, and, and the trauma that you had, was that from early childhood? Yeah, it started when I was little, like three. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is, this is where you, and also, have you been checked for sleep apnea? Do you know if you have sleep apnea? Um, I have not. I I haven't tried. I haven't gone to the doctor for that. Uh, do you know if you snore or if you like stop snoring and then start snoring? Do you know? If, um, would you know? I do sometimes. I I know I don't sleep. I sleep horribly. I know that. All right. So the the. the, the you know, we, we can talk about the emotional stuff, and there's no question that the emotional stuff is the overriding factor. But uh, the, there's a very good chance you have sleep apnea. Usually when you have more than 100 pounds to lose, you have sleep apnea because the weight causes the sleep apnea. And then the sleep apnea then makes it next to impossible to lose the weight because on top of everything else, your cortisol levels are being elevated, you're tired, you have junk food cravings. It's a vicious cycle. Um, I, I don't think I could have lost the weight um, with, when I originally lost it without getting a CPAP machine and my C, uh, sleep apnea taken care of. Uh, so the first thing I'd want you to do is uh, go to the doctor, get checked for sleep apnea, and if you have it, get a CPAP machine or whatever he recommends. It's usually a CPAP machine. Uh, give it a couple of weeks to get it right. You'd have to get the pressure right, the mask right. You have to get used to it. It's kind of funny feeling at first. Um, if you're if you have the mask on and it's blowing air and you feel like you, you can't breathe, it's, you have to raise the pressure. You, know, you got to get it right. You got to be a little get it to the point. But, but if it's right and the sleep apnea is going away and your sleep's improving, everything else is going to yield results. So that that's the first thing that that I would suggest for you. And then, uh, okay. I, as a matter of fact, I I really feel like you, you're at a place where you have you have the tools. To, to help work through the the, the emotional trauma, I, I just feel like this is this is mm-hmm. something that I actually want you to focus on right now, uh, and maybe we can talk next okay. month and see where you're at next month because it could make all the difference. That's when I actually started losing weight when I finally got a CPAP machine uh, because I, okay. my sleep apnea was so bad and my sleep was so terrible. So let's start there. 
and then we can talk about the okay. questions and stuff if you want to call in uh, next month. Okay? Okay. Okay, thank you. Awesome. Okay, thanks. Take care. Me too. Cool. Just a little bit of time left. Uh, let's bring uh, Nadia back in if we can, please. Hi, John. Hi. Hi, Nadia. Hi. Okay, so... Um, a minute ago, you uh, mentioned about tapping, and there's a question here from Christy yeah. about tapping, so it's a nice segue. Yeah. Her question is, I'd like to do the tapping, but it just feels weird to me. I don't have any traumas or anything that I feel I need to work on. Could it just help with weight loss in general, or is it more for traumas, etc.? I'm willing to try it. I just don't know what to say while I tap, even after watching the tapping videos you have. Yeah. So uh, it's not just for trauma. It's it's good for any type of thing, anything that's causing you stress, or uh, and it could be just for specifically the weight. You know, even though I have this weight issue, you could just do it as simple as this. You could say while you're tapping, you know, on your on that karate chop point on your hand. Even though I have this weight issue, I deeply love, truly love and accept myself. You say that a couple of times. And then as you're tapping on the points, all you, you can just say this weight issue, you know, this weight issue, this weight issue, this weight issue. And then you go through the cycle, you breathe in, breathe out, see how you feel about it, then do it, uh, do it again. Or even though I crave, you know, I could do it, do it for cravings. You know, even though I crave whatever the food is, I deeply love truly love and accept myself and then you go this craving this craving you can just try that now if there is a specific issue at work or at home that's causing stress in your life try it for that too and it's and it can be very very powerful for that so all those things are are ways that people use tapping and use it very successfully for weight that don't relate to emotional issues so definitely try it because it is you know I've, i was first introduced to tapping in 2001 and I thought it was strange, but I did it. And, you know, when we made the movie Tapping for Weight Loss, it wasn't even like on my radar. You know, but the, the person I was working with, my business partner, wanted to, you know, put it all together with Carol Look. And I was just amazed when I was actually there watching the breakthroughs that people were having. And that was 2013. And now, you know, it's just seven years later. And like tapping is just becoming more and more. It's not going away for me. It's not like... I tried it once and that's it. It's, it's like tapping more and more has become a thing for me that I value and, uh, and appreciate. And we're going to actually put together another tapping program in a little while. So, so that, even though it feels funny, you know, so what if it feels funny, you're at home, try it. Uh, the results are pretty quick, you know, at least in terms of how you feel. And sometimes if it's a, like a craving, the results are pretty quick too. As far as the cravings go, they go away pretty quick. So try that. I think the, one of the interviews, if you watch the tapping series, one of the interviews, the one I did with Brittany Watkins, she talks about cravings in a, in a really interesting way. So you can try that. But, but give it a try. You know, don't worry about the fact that it's weird. See if it works. You know, my thing is if something works, it's great. You, know, you don't have to do it there in the office in front of everyone. But you know, if it's something you can do at home for five minutes, going to make a difference in your life it's it's awesome so definitely try it just as simply as that and you, you and see what kind of results you get it's very likely that you'll get some some really positive results quickly yeah beautiful i love tapping i do it all the time yeah it's, it's just interesting right it just doesn't go away you know uh do you find that like you know you're introduced to it and you said oh that's interesting maybe you tried it once and then like a year later you came back to it and it's like it kind of is coming back more and more do you find that to be the case also 
it it struck me as amazing the very first time I was introduced to, to it when I lived in Thailand, and I've just always yeah. used it. it. It really resonated with me with the the re- relation to the meridian channels in your body and how you're tapping, yeah. just like yeah. acupuncture puts needles in, yeah. you're using puncture yeah. to like just tap on those channels where they might put needles in in acupuncture. And so I really made that connection very quickly, and it was just such a simple, easy technique that I didn't need to set up an appointment for. I didn't need to go to a class for. I could just do it anytime, anywhere I was. And that was the thing that, you know, just really helped it to stick in my life with me. And I do it like you were talking about with the statements that we that you say along while you're tapping, but I also just tap sometimes without saying anything. Yeah. If I'm just sort of feeling a little off balance, I'll yeah. just tap That's and not worry about the dialogue at all. And I even find that that calms my system down. Yeah. It could be as simple as that, you know, just tapping on those, on those points just calms your system down. You know, it could be, it could be that simple. Right. Ellie cool. is just typing yeah. in right now and saying that tapping helped her to give up 45 years of smoking, which she thought was impossible. Wow. That's amazing. And now she can use it for weight loss. Yeah. That is so, that is awesome. Congratulations, Ellie. That's very cool. Yeah. And Wendy is uh, wondering if we have specific, if you have specific seminars on the site to show us tapping. Well, you know, we just promote so I can, our I can put tapping. the link. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say I can uh, point her towards the link for tapping for weight loss. Cool. And we also, you know, those of you that are in the 12-week total transformation uh, program, week six is where all that content for the movie and all the interviews is all in week six of that uh, that program, and you can can watch it there too, plus some more guidance that I give on in, in that week. Perfect. So much great information available. Yeah, okay, there was cool. another question here. Let me just find the page again. Um, okay, so okay. Um, Mia is wondering, John, what would be your first suggestion to start your program? Yeah, so the first thing you want to do is you you want to listen to the evening visualization as you're going to sleep at night. You've, you've heard uh, a couple of people talk about that already, and that is – uh, free on our site. If you go to thegabelmethod.com, I think there's a place where you can download that visualization. Um, so you want to listen to the evening visualization as you're going to sleep at night. You also want to listen to any other visualization first thing in the morning. You could be lying in bed. You don't have to get up. You know, let your mind wander. You know, I talk about how imagining white light going through your body and all these things. Just let your mind wander. If you can't imagine your ideal body, if you can't see, you know, don't struggle with it. Don't make it an effort. Just play it and let your mind wander. It's best if you're sitting up in the morning. If you're listening to visualization in the morning, it's best if you're sitting up. Um, but if you're just, you know, you can't do that and you just want to play it while you're lying in bed, that's fine. Let your mind wander. Just show up for it. So you have a morning visualization, an evening visualization, and then uh, throughout the day you want to drink more healthy liquids. So drink more healthy liquids means healthy water. It could be healthy water, or I like to drink veggie broth, which is just a broth that I create from um, non-starchy vegetables, green non-starchy vegetables, things like kale and celery and fennel and leeks and uh, some um, scallions or onion, uh, simply what we call onion grass, um, and some salt, healthy salt and, and pepper. So I make a broth. 
I put that broth in the fridge, you know, in containers. So a whole week, sometimes two weeks worth of broths. I'll be drinking that through the day. You would also drink super greens every once in a while. Um, but you want to be having healthy liquids, healthy nourishing liquids going through your body throughout the day. And then whenever you can, when you're eating, try to, choo- try to choose to add sal- salad greens and sprouts, uh, you know, helpful, like an orga- or like make something a big salad out of salad greens and sprouts. Uh, just want to eat more real food as if you were living on an island 10,000 years ago. What would be the foods that are available to you? Uh, you would have um, healthy animal proteins, nuts, seeds, salads, sprouts, cultured foods you could have you would have. So you want to eat more real foods. You want to add them as medicine. That's the place to start. So if you do all those things, you're drinking healthy liquids throughout the day. You're having the visuals. You're doing the visualizations morning and night. <clears throat> you're adding more foods as if you were on an island 10,000 years ago. You're adding those, adding more real foods. What happens is you start to develop a momentum. The inflammation goes away in your body. Uh, you, your body is more nourished. Your digestion starts to heal. Uh, uh, the hormonal problems start to go away. The mental and emotional problems start, issues start to go away and resolve themselves. And you develop a positive momentum, which is a, this is a perfect question, by the way, Nadia, to finish off with, is what you will be doing is developing a positive momentum. Then once you have that positive momentum, you want to run with it uh, and do more positive things. You're going to have more energy. So start trying exercise. To, once you have more energy, start uh, finding uh, places that have healthier foods when you're out during the day for lunch and dinner or, or places that deliver or recipes, but just start to develop um, a- access to resources that give you healthier foods throughout the day and, and, and healthier liquids, green juices uh, also is a, is a great one to, to have. <clears throat> then you might notice that you have uh, some specific mental or uh, emotional issue that might have come up when you were younger that caused you to gain gain weight. So start uh, reaching out to someone to help you uh, to to work through those things. Basically, you you just keep putting energy into the healthy and you put energy into the healthy habits. But it all starts with listening to an evening visualization at night and morning visualization in the morning adding healthier liquids, adding, adding healthier real foods. So if you just do that, you will start this positive momentum that I talked about from the very beginning of this class. And from there, whenever something negative comes up, you just don't give it a second thought. You just keep focusing on the positive and you will set the stage for a powerful, powerful transformation. These are the little things. You know, if you put a, a seed of a tree in a sidewalk, you know, it's going to it's going to break the sidewalk. You know, it's going it, you're going to have a, in a year or two years, you're going to have a tree that breaks right through the sidewalk. It's just a seed. This is sort of what it's like. You're you're you're, you're planting seeds and nourishing those seeds, and they're going to break through into powerful transformation. And and once that happens, you'll know what to do because you're just going to be in a positive spiral from there. Uh, if you want to get more engaged with us, we the the program that we created, the 12 week total transformation experience, which we've talked about a lot. Uh, it guides you through this process step by step over 12 weeks, and people people seem to really really appreciate it. We poured 10 years worth of resources in it, uh, and people are getting great results. And we also have great coaches if you want one-on-one coaching. So there's more that you can engage with us in, in any level. But if you just do those things that I mentioned, you will plant that seed, you will nourish it, and it will grow and grow and break through anything negative and create a powerful powerful transformation in your life and, and in your physical body. One that I experienced and one that 
thousands and thousands of others have experienced over the years. Make sense? Makes a lot of sense. Very beautiful, John. Very inspirational. Thank you so much. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that's going to be it for today. Um, in the meantime, I hope uh, I hope you guys have a healthy, happy, prosperous, safe couple of weeks. Reach out to us in our Facebook group and in customer service if you need us. And uh, we will be in touch over the month with anything new and exciting that's coming up. And speak to you real soon. Thanks, everyone, for the call. And uh, take care. Thanks for joining me on this Ask John Call-In Day. For any questions I was unable to get to in this call, I'll post my written responses in the forum for your reference. I appreciate you taking time to join me here, and I look forward to connecting again with you soon.